When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The opposite is also true. Behind every broken man is a bitter, vindictive woman. Behind every Tudor Ramble co-star. <laughs> There's no women. <laughs> Welcome, welcome everyone to Tudor Realm Podcast. My name is Richard. My name is Austin. This is episode 55 on, we're talking about the 95th annual Hunger Games Oscars this she year. She means the 95th annual Oscars we're talking the about Oscars, this year. Yes. My name is Austin. Love you, sir. Love you, sir. Expecto Patronum. We're stupid. <laughs> but this is actually the first Oscars that I've actually was excited to watch. That's the first time I ever been able to say that viewers listeners we are no longer a part of you we are higher we watched the oscars in completion we were excited for it we apologize for our we sins we actually watched every <laughs> movie nominated for best picture i can't even look in the mirror anymore i can't do it i just feel like i've left the common people <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time <laughs> it was actually kind of cool to watch all the films and go oh i can actually determine whether that was a snub or whether that was a good win which in this episode here we're going to talk to you guys i'm going to talk to richard not you guys sorry but through talking to Richard, we'll talk with all of you about the Oscar recap, the big snubs, the big dubs, the big W's of the night, actor, actress categories, and just general stuff that happened. Hopefully it's entertaining. If not, just look at Richard and look at his nice smile. Not like that. That was creepy. I do. I'm trying my best. No, that was really bad. (laughs) Okay. This should be fun. You want to get into it? Yeah. Let's go right into the big winners of the night. Now, probably everyone knows by now the big, Big winner, best picture, everything, everywhere, all at once. A well-deserved win for this year. However, I do think, in my personal opinion, not whether or not it would actually win, but I think there were some other movies that were mighty close. uh, Close in quality to everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, anyone who's been a fan of this channel, (laughs) I was a day one stan of everything, everywhere, all at once. We had a video that came out. I think like a month after the movie came out, mm-hmm. where we were comparing everything ever at once to Marvel's Multiverse of Madness, which is just offensive to compare. Let's be honest. <laughs> the, yeah, the, it's it's comparing a Snickers bar to what, like a Crazen? What the hell is a Crazen? <laughs> what you haven't heard of it? So that's, there I got, you go. I got a hot take. It's mm-hmm. like comparing a Snickers bar to a Twix because Twix are goaded. 
Okay, we're we're not gonna get into this argument right now because that's just incorrect. all right. Comment down below if Twix or Snickers are better. Hundred percent Twix. You get the crunch. You get the mm, the caramel, the no, caramel. However, it was it's it's not incorrect. But we we had a video comparing everything around once to Multiverse of Madness, and in that video, you see my absolute gleeful childlike joy of loving this film. And Richard here in that video liked the film. I thought it was a really good film at the time, and you know, but. You were just so hyped up on yeah. the movie that I look negative by comparison. And so all the comments in that video are, and they don't know our names because they just clicked, you know, some of that just clicked on the video once yeah. and they go, hey, uh, the dude with hair has to get the dude without hair, the bald guy, <laughs> just kick him off the pot. Obviously, he has horrible taste. And, you know, <laughs> he would if he could, but you're, he's kind of stuck with me. I, I'm his only friend, so that's, I'm all he has. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's like no one else, no one else will come down to this level. And, no. and, but you know what? Those comments gave me hope because they didn't see all of my hot takes where they'd want me to get kicked off the pod. They just happened to see your hot take, which wasn't even that hot of a take. No, it's just that you were just so positive and happy. I felt like I had to drag you down a few notches. You really keep me in check. It was so sad. I just, I just want some unbridled joy, and you keep me that's not in a how, cage. That's not how male friends operate. That's <laughs> true. It's true. But, man, the film won. Everything we're all once won. And by the way, I will take the comment suggestion and kick you off eventually before you're able to kick me off for my Northman take or anything, of course. Hey, as soon as this channel starts so. making enough money where I can hire another editor other than Austin, oh, then uh, you're here until I can hire someone else. So until we make enough money, that'll be about 12 years. We're good. We're, we're set in stone. So everything- if, you want, if you want Austin to uh, get kicked off the podcast sooner, go ahead and join our Patreon. <laughs> Listen, if you want me kicked off the pod, vote for Snickers in the comments below, okay? Twix is better. You know it is. Anyways, everything ever all at once. I was, uh, I've been trying to get to this for like Oh, God. We have so... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. Hey, you clicked on the Tudor Ramble podcast. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> you're getting this Twix bars. That's... <laughs> he expected that. So everything ever all at once won seven awards. Seven Oscars out of yeah. the 11 they were nominated for. This is the biggest win a film has had since Slumdog Millionaire back in 08-09. Huge accolades. Well-deserved. Phenomenal film. Yeah. Yet, in second place, All Quiet on the Western Front with four Oscars. Very impressive. I was quite surprised. I, it, it deserves it. So I, it I was does. just surprised it got the recognition that it did. Yeah. So we actually watched that movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, with our Patreon uh, subscribers. And our we have a monthly movie watch party and along with a book club. And we watched it together with them. It was a great time. I really enjoyed it. If you're interested in joining that, you can click the description below and you know, shameless plug part two. That was such a smooth plug, Richard. You just oh, glided yeah. right in there. Oh, all quite hey. mustard front. You know what? We actually watched that with our patrons, and uh, but actually talking with the patrons about it, we all loved it. Yeah, it was a good it, time. Gr- well, it was a riveting. It was a gripping time. Why do you always say that about these crazy? You're like, it was fun. I loved watching the people die. <laughs> it, was just, it was a good time. I guess we had good conversation. Yeah, we yeah. did. But the the film itself is just brutal. Yeah, no, it's... Oh, oh, God. A lot of movies show the grim nature of war. Plenty of movies do that. But this was a more unique film, a more unique war film that showed the futility of it. Yes. So not only the gruesome nature and the sad nature of the death and how awful it can be, but how awful it can be over quite literally nothing and how insignificant it can really be. 
and World War One being the best war to show that. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in the film without spoiling. They're in a pit in a crater, mm-hmm. and this is a compliment to the film. It is extremely hard to watch. Yeah. So if you're looking for a war film that is gruesome, fantastic makeup, fantastic cinematography, go watch that. Wow. Deserves the four Oscars for sure. Definitely. And you know who deserves even more praise than these two films alone? The Studio A24. If people are not familiar with this. Definitely my favorite studio. Mine too. We've talked about this, how it's our favorite studio and Mm -hmm. absolutely deserves the praise because A24 and Oscar night was the first studio in history to win the big five Oscar categories, including like actor, actress, screenplay, director, and picture. I think I hit all five. I think that's the big five. So A20, and that's because they made the film Everything Ever All at Once. They backed that. And they also had The Whale, which won Best Actor, of course, which we'll talk about later. But also, the movie After Sun. Richard, I'm trying to get Richard to see it. We will soon when we when we have time to watch it. But for those of you listening and watching, go watch After Sun. I, I can't wait to watch it. I, the fact that all of our friends don't like it, yeah. but you like it, means that it, I'm probably going to enjoy this movie. Don't little. trust the other people. P- plus, yeah. we don't have other friends, Richard. Who are you talking about? They are They are acquaintances at best. You know, you know, hey, hey, acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> but A24, dude, A24 is killing it. I, I feel like, well, explain explain to me from your end just why you love A24. Well, something that bothers me in modern Hollywood, it's a, it is a nitpick, but it gets on my nerves, is how most movies shoot dialogue scenes. Most movie dialogue uh, takes are just hard cuts from character talking to character talking. Yeah. And it's just so boring and annoying that there's so many more creative things we could do where most A24 scenes, uh, movies, tend to actually do creative dialogue shots where it's not just a hard cut. It's actually putting multiple characters in the same shot, a nice long, long take, moving around the characters or having a character that's talking off, off, the, uh, off the shot and actually moves into frame while talking with someone else as someone else moves out. And th- there's so many different ways. If you want to look at how to shoot dialogue perfectly, 12 Angry Men is the most perfect example of shooting dialogue. And I think A24 really takes that lesson. A24, I feel, this is a complete assumption, mm-hmm. but based on their films I've seen, and a lot of them phenomenal, the studio seems like it gives money to directors and writers and says, here's creative freedom. Yeah. Make your movie. And it comes through as if like the actual movie loves what they're doing. It comes off passionate. And such creative plots, such interesting themes, because they 24 just seems to go, hey, make your film. Go they at actually, it. They actually have the creative balls to do, to do interesting stuff that yeah. isn't just the slop we normally get. Right, with a big production studio that's putting you in chains and making sure that you have certain certain beats to hit and it, it has to be in a certain niche. What or actually the the, to, corp, the corporate way of we have to um we have to make a movie that pleases everyone exactly. and will ultimately please no one. That that's I've had that wrong. Not a certain niche, but they try to make it super broad. So it's yeah. not made for certain right. Like everyone, you know, you gotta make this so it's appealing to everyone, but it actually appeals to no one. You said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, A24, thank you for existing. Oh, yeah. Seriously, phenomenal stuff. And now that we're giving praises to the movies, the films, there, there's a lot of other praise. Important topic, though. Snubbed the biggest, films. the films that were snubbed. Do you want, I'm going to list off some films here that got zero Oscars, okay? <laughs> Zip. The Banshees of Inishirin, 
which is a big shock to people because that that was also it's a very Oscar-esque movie as well. The film Elvis, zero Oscars. The Fablemans by Steven Spielberg, zero Oscars. Tar with Kate Blanchett, zero Oscars. And Triangle of Sadness, which all of you saying, like, of course it got zero Oscars. Richard and I love that film. I, I think it's my second favorite, though possibly I maybe liked it more than everything ever all at once. But it damn close. I think it it's second, so good. but still. Oh, God. It's such a great film. And we, hey, if people want us to make uh, make another video on why we love Triangle of Sadness, we will. Because everybody else seems to not love it. Well, the main thing is almost everyone seems to think that the movie is just a pro-socialist movie. Like, well, hey, eat, we're, eat the rich. Eat the rich movie. And it is not. It is actually a really nuanced movie that kind of takes jabs at both sides. It's a really interesting social critique. It's like the opposite of this podcast where Richard's only taking jabs at me, innocent Austin, who never makes fun of you. It's not one-sided like this. Yeah, I, I never hear your insults. <laughs> not once. <laughs> not I think once. I, I think I didn't directly call you bald this podcast. They I said, just <laughs> slick. <laughs> they slide right off. Right off head. that bald head. Yeah. There we go. You would said it perfectly. See, I don't insult you because you beat me to your own punchlines. Hey, that's why I shaved my head. <laughs> you see? It I beat everyone to the punch <laughs> on my balding jokes. <laughs> and I got to say, quick compliment, you do actually look good bald. So it's frustrating. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. that, that don't was, let it get that to That was your a head. scary moment in my it's, life. Listen, I don't, I don't, male friendships, I don't like giving compliments. So that hurt to say. You <laughs> okay. better, like, take that stort for the next year. I'll compliment you next oh, year. Oh, no, I, I'm going to live off that compliment for the like, <laughs> next six months. That's, Hell yeah. It's going to be a core memory. <laughs> That's until the, you see the comments later. They're like, I like Twix and Richard looks horrible bald. <laughs> it's just, they're the double whammy. See, the nice thing is they don't know what I look like with hair. That's you did look great with hair too. See, that's the that's yeah. the thing. They don't know what they don't miss. Here, here's a picture of Richard with hair. Oh, no, I just you put don't it on have screen. that. I don't I'll, take social media pictures. I'll find one. <laughs> You're gonna have a hard time finding one. <laughs> I'll find one. Again, we ramble. So, yeah. so those big films got snubbed. Yeah. With and some of them like Tar is a fantastic film. Seriously, it really was. Wow. And I'm going to say this as a quick snub, too. After Sun is also deserves a ton of acclaim as well. After Sun's also great. You can't give Oscars to everybody, but it is just surprising that some of these films didn't get one. Yeah. I, the fact that John Williams, you know... With, John Williams? John uh, John Williams yeah. with uh, Spielberg. Yeah. It's 91. This is one of his last... It has to be... We're coming up on some of the last films he's going to be producing. Yeah. It was, it, that's going to be a sad win, day. So... He's yeah. 91. It's going to be a sad day when John Williams goes. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be. Either um, retirement or passing. It's going to be a sad time. Very sad. And Steven Spielberg's even getting older. I mean, he's still got, he's still, he's not, still not 91, but interesting though. Spielberg not winning any Oscars. And I think of those films, which do you think was the biggest gut punch where you really wanted a film to win an award? I think Tar. I got to agree with you. Yeah. It was the most worthy of it as well. Even though we love Triangle of Sadness, we had to be realistic. Yeah. Like Tar was both a great film that other people also loved that seemed Oscar-esque. Yeah, I think for cinematography as well. It definitely I yeah. think it probably could deserve the cinematography award over EAO. It may be close, well, but that would be the one I would pick. If, I think All Quiet won cinematography even. Did it? I think it did, yeah. Oh okay. I think yeah. Everything Everyone Wants won editing. Uh, I'll double check that, but I'll have that on screen if we have that. Right. I would actually say Tar deserves it more than All Quiet and Western Front in terms of cinematography. It is gorgeous. Yeah, 
gorgeous shots, long takes, really impressive. Mm-hmm. And the long takes, what makes that super impressive is getting into best actress. Question for you, Richard. Mm-hmm. Did Michelle Yao deserve the Oscar over Kate Blanchett and Tar? And I'm sorry, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, not Yeoh. She deserves it, certainly. It, but it was, I think it was real close. Yeah, I think if either one, so I was going into it, if either one won, I would be happy. Right. But man, it's hard to think of it. The, the uh, It's well-deserved, but I do think maybe Kate Blanchett deserved it more. I, you know, on the it's e- hard, but I think there was a maybe a bit more range. I am the E E A O a E E A A O stand here. Can't even say the letters. I am the stand here, and still, Kate Blanchett blew me away. She blew yeah. me. So I would have been happy with either as well. It's you in those situations, you just wish both people could get an Oscar. Yeah. Eh, but Michelle, yo, hey, all all the credit deserved. But Kate Blanchett just needs to. She's our. She's already a stand-in as a vet at this point. She's had. She's already won Oscars as well. So she. Yeah. It's not like she needed this for her career. <laughs> it's probably a factor in giving Michelle Yeoh the Oscar. It was hey, Kate Blanchett, Blanchett already has several Oscars, so probably was a factor in the in uh, deciding it. So there, unsure. There definitely is. He's getting into Best Actor. Mm-hmm. So Brendan Fraser from The Whale, who did a great job. Seriously. Yeah. Won it over Austin Butler as Elvis, and quick acclaim to. You, you haven't to seen. Be fair, Elvis. There are other nominees, but it was kind of. I think to most people, it was going to be between those two. It was, but also Paul Mescal, who played in After Sun, also deserved it. I will say, I loved him, and <laughs> I loved him in After Sun. But the the big two who was actually going to win it was Austin Butler versus Brendan Fraser, and I think some of the politics in Oscars. And I don't even know if you consider it politics, but just the voting, how it works, is they gave Frazier and deserved as well. It's not like he didn't deserve the award. But I imagine when they're voting, they're thinking, hey, Brendan Frazier is a veteran. He's also older, and maybe he won't get another chance to win an Oscar down the road. Like, this is his chance to win it. Versus Austin Butler has a whole career ahead of him. And so there's another mm-hmm. chance for him to win an Oscar in another film, whereas Brendan Fraser, maybe not. Maybe this is his his standout performance, and they won't have the opportunity to give him one again. Do you think that that goes on in their minds when they're picking who should actually win the award? I think so, and mainly because the Oscars inherently is sometimes treated as the the pinnacle of the achievement. Like, it's the, oh, this is the one deserved role it, because there's only one award, yet it's made annually, and a film could be amazing and deserve an Oscar, but it comes out the year where, you know, a bunch of other great movies come out. Yeah. So that's the kind of un, the unfairness of the timing on how the Oscars work. So I yeah. can imagine the politics going, hey, look, he, des- he deserves it if this was when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Last year, he probably would have won. So I imagine they're trying to compensate for people's age. It's just like Leonardo DiCaprio won for The Revenant, which, don't get me wrong, it's not like he was bad in The Revenant, but I think he deserved an Oscar in at least five films over that for his acting performance. It's We don't know Leo for his performance in The Revenant. You know him for... uh, a dozen other films and maybe the the Oscar voting at that time is going hey we didn't give it to him this time or this time I think it's about time we give it to him and hey Frazier deserves it but it's just maybe Austin Butler was younger but he did a phenomenal job as Elvis it's the one movie of the Oscars I didn't see is Elvis so I will have to take your word for it take my word for it I mean not all the time Sometimes. When it comes to movies, I, I try to. 90%. I think 90%. we're like 95. 95, yeah. I think we agree on. It's a good number, but Austin Butler, man, what a job. So he deserves accolades. But even what was more interesting than the best actor and best actress, the supporting actor and actress, mm-hmm. I was looking forward to the most. And do you want to watch the clip of our man, the <laughs> one and only best, best supporting actor? Let's play the clip. Right. Here we go. And the Oscar goes to... She even choked up. This was such a heartwarming moment. This this is the most genuine man alive. The the man has just such humility that you really feel for him. He's so just want him to win. You know, watching the speech made me think that maybe he wasn't really acting and everything. It was genuine. It's just he played himself. And he did awesome. Yeah. Thank you. My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. (laughs) Oh, not a, hey, thanks, Mom, for everything. Just a... My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp, and somehow I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. Damn right. Let's go. (laughs) I love this guy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to the Academy for this honor of a lifetime. Uh, Thank you to my mom for the sacrifices she made to get me here. To my little brother, David, who calls me every day just to remind me to take good care of myself. I love you, brother. Uh, Why don't you do that to me, Richard? Thank you to Kendall you never for check all up your support me. and everything you've done. Uh, thank you to A24, uh, to Daniels, Jonathan, Jamie, Michelle, and my Goonies brother for life, Jeff Cohen. <laughs> hey, you can pause here. This is, yeah. this is just... Uh, he goes on just for another minute thanking more and it's so touching and yeah. be, if we were to play any clip here we're playing our guy Keiko Kwan yeah. uh, like come on he he is just amazing he's so grateful he, humble 
We also got to see him when Harrison Ford was on stage, and that was also a very touching, touching moment. Reuniting from Indiana Jones. Oh, man. And in another speech he did, I think when he won the Golden Globes, he said he the first person he thanked is to always respect where you came from. And he said, uh, Steven Spielberg, you gave me a role. My first role. I want to thank you, person, man to man, and said something along the lines of just showing, like, who would have thought to do that? That's yeah. such a kind of person to give your accolades to the person who got you in the industry. And it took him 24 years to get another, I think it was 24, I could have that number a little off, to get another big role like EAO. He couldn't find work in Hollywood. And instead of, it, there's two things you could do there. You could say, like, it's everybody else's fault. Yeah. You know, no one gave me a role and you could complain, but the stance he takes on it is just being grateful that he was given the opportunity and that he worked at it. It's his, he got himself there, but not of course with help of other people, but just the humility that it takes to take the ownership of it took 24 years, but I got here and thank you for the help. We did it. That's, that's the response right there. It's just so, so awesome. I love you. And to contrast the uh, the humility and the gratitude, yeah. we we have a second clip. Oh, good transition. <laughs> this is the hot button issue in the Oscars right now. This is the clip from, and by the way, with Best Supporting Actor, he was the only winner. Like, that's it. That's Yeah, no, there was no other. <laughs> no, there was absolutely no be, other. Best Supporting choice. Actress was between Jamie Lee Curtis. Stephanie Stephanie was the uh, Joe Blue Dubecki in EAO, and also... Angela Bassett, who played in Black Panther 2. Here's the clip. And the Oscar goes to... (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis! You can see Angela Bassett. and go back. (laughs) So everyone everyone online right now is saying that Angela Bassett was not happy with... Yeah, I mean... Look, you see... So what do you think? Are people overreacting? Do you think that Angela Bassett was was that upset? So it, mean, her facial expression, maybe, maybe, it, it, I can't tell. It was a. You did notice that she didn't clap. She, and she right? didn't smile. <laughs> <laughs> at least she didn't like boo. I guess. <laughs> hey, at least she didn't go up there and slap her. <laughs> she didn't slap Jamie Lee Curtis. So. She, she held back. She didn't pull a Will Smith. Right. She didn't pull a Will Smith. <laughs> but she does seem. She doesn't seem happy. We'll say that. Yeah. No. But. Hey, she'll she did well. She did well in Black Panther too. It definitely, honestly, the only really good perform, only good performance of that movie. Oh, yeah, she was the standout performance. Of yeah, course. There, there was no, there was no other choice. But. And again, being the Academy, I do think there's a factor in the Academy's head of oh, we can't give an Oscar Best Actress award to someone in a Marvel film. You know, that maybe that goes on in their head. Like, yeah. it's, and also when EAOs winning all these other awards, they tip, it typically it's a sweep of if you're winning this, you're winning a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I've seen re- reaction wise, and I want to hear what you think on this, is Jamie Lee Curtis winning over Stephanie Hugh. I, sorry if I'm getting her last name wrong. It, um, HSU, but Stephanie, who plays Joe Blue to Becky, who's nominated from EAO. Mm-hmm. Do you think she deserved it over Stephanie? I do. Uh, it's, wow. it's a heartwarming thing, but it's mainly the emotion you feel toward it is a lot of the writing and just the situation and the huh. plot of the movie. I don't think the actress the actress did really well, 
but it's not both like you them, yeah yeah both of them did really well but in terms of acting performance i think uh jamie lee curtis just had a Far more range and just far more interesting performance. Huh. You know what? I love my Jamie Lee Curtis here. She did a great job. Yeah. I think I'd still say Stephanie. Really? More. Yeah. Why do you think so? I think she had more range in the film just mm. because of her to take on that, the depressive state of Joe Bluetooth Becky and go from, to show, to show her complete lack of care, but also the craziness and how much he's given up on life. Mm-hmm. I thought though I couldn't do that. I couldn't do what either of them are doing. But that, yeah, no, that it, is it's real easy to uh, yeah. you know backseat act. You know? Oh yeah, just, <laughs> just judge them and we don't. Yeah, change that smile. I don't I, like it. I acted in high school. <laughs> I was in a high school play. I'm fit to judge their, their <laughs> acting abilities. See that smile you gave at the beginning of the podcast? Hmm. Not good enough. Do it again. <laughs> do it. I I think Stephanie got the edge there, but I'm not disappointed in either of them winning let's be honest so i I, the reason why i give the edge to jamie lee curtis is how much of a pretty detestable character she starts off with being and how heartwarming she becomes in the end and it's just somehow is able to make a pretty detestable character so charming and you're really rooting for her like kind of little love story in the in the alternate universe so I mean, she does awesome when she turns from into that sumo wrestler, oh, wrestler type person. What a the, fun role for her! Yeah, that C- must. Hey, congrats fun. to the. She's a vet, and I can't believe she hasn't won an Oscar already. Yeah, I, I was surprised when this is her first Oscar Seriously? ever. Seriously, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I, I thought she already won something already. That, that's an iconic name. When you think of yeah. names like that, you're like, they haven't won. But there, only so many can go out every year. And those were the those were the big awards. Now, do you think that there's any other snub that comes to mind, or do you think uh, your your biggest complaint was it that Kate Blanchett maybe should have won, or what what else would there be? Ah, uh, well, Kate Blanchett, I think maybe deserved it over uh, deserved Best Actress with. Uh, in all honesty, it most of them made sense. Most of them made sense. Yeah. I, I, it's it's hard to disagree with them. Also, it's mainly because I liked quite a few of the films. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it's not like there was Surprising. a clear winner for me. So I mean, especially with the fact that we liked Triangle of Sadness and nobody else did. So yeah. I think most people, the only Oscar movie they probably saw was EAO, and maybe The Whale. So. Twenty twenty two was a great year for films. I have no complaints. There were some. There's at least three films I could take and say they were excellent and phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And there's other films I'd still say are great. The less Marvel movies we watch, the more I have fun at the theaters. <laughs> it's not weird. It's amazing. <laughs> there's there's a direct correlation. Actually watching cinema versus just content. But listen, Marvel can be fun again if they just... I hope so. Th- but we hope. I doubt it, though. I really doubt it. Me too, but maybe we'll be proven wrong. Who knows? Who Honestly, knows? just all of Disney is gone down to the point like animation. It, we didn't even touch on that. How? Uh, oh my goodness! Pinocchio. Wait a second. And Puss in Boots too. I, how did we not mention that? I don't. Know. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> where, wherever you were going, you were going in this direction. I'm just helping you. <laughs> just, don't, You're trying to don't, stop me. Don't don't, don't stop. Continue. <laughs> what were you just about to say? Say well, it loud. The, the fact that. Disney has lost so much edge that 
they weren't even really nominated. They had no movie that was deserving of Best Animated Picture this year, uh, like Turning Red. Like, even was that Disney? Yeah. I thought it was Pixar. Oh, well, Disney Di- Pixar. Wait, that is, yeah, yes. my bad. That's Disney Pixar. <laughs> even if you liked the movie, you know. It, it didn't deserve it the win. It was. It's not Pinocchio or Puss in Boots 2. What was your reaction to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio beating Puss in Boots 2? But snubbed. Puss in Boots 2 was snubbed. You deserve better, Kitty Soft Puss. Perito. But yeah, all of Disney. Animation, all of their big franchises mm-hmm. had just been taking a swift trip down the toilet. Mm-hmm. And... The less I watch of them, the more I enjoy movies. Wow. So. I mean, hey, when you watch Pinocchio, though, excellent film. Yeah. No, it. it yeah. We knew Honestly, it was going to win the Oscar. Everybody hel- did. It would be hilarious. I, I wanted Puss in Boots 2 to win just because I thought it would be hilariously funny. Like, Yobel <laughs> Del Toro goes like, hey, this is the longest stop motion animated film ever. It's beautiful. Gorgeous film. Great and film. it loses to... Puss in Boots 2. You said it best in another video. You said Puss in Boots 2, a sequel to a spinoff of a Shrek <laughs> universe film, beats a masterful, crafted, longest stop motion film, Pinocchio. Like, how? Oh, how it would have been that? funny. Yeah, I, I, they wouldn't be... They would have taken a lot of flack for that. But but we're, we're not memeing when we say we actually liked Puss in Boots 2 more. No, it, <laughs> yeah, no, I do like it more. That that was that was the biggest snub of the night. Yeah, for sure, biggest snub. <laughs> but, but other than the films and whatnot, the other big Oscar news. So what did you think about the donkey on stage and how there's a whole gag where also the donkey and Cocaine Bear was there and Malala was there and just a concoction of like what is going on <laughs> mostly cringe mostly cringe mostly cringe but that's most oscar comedians and jokes it's just kind of how it is there wasn't a there weren't a lot of great bits usually between between wins you have i mean two people go up and announce the next winner and you sometimes have comedians go up there and make jokes there wasn't any standout hilarious one that I mean, stuck out to me what are we expecting if it, it's Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? They're both well, no, not, not Jimmy Kimmel. Between, you know, how they have people go up on stage and mm-hmm. they have one or two people introduce the next win. Like, usually they have a gag there. Like, some comedian. I don't know. Will Ferrell goes up or something and they have some funny bit to introduce the next films. I don't think they have one of those. Yeah, there was, um, oh, who the two, two actors for Creed 3. Oh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan Mike. and Jonathan Majors, who, who's killing it this year. Great, great actors. Yeah. They had weird, awkward chemistry when they were presenting together. It they, was they were weird. given a weird bit where it's like the camera had to lower. They were introducing cinematography, and there were a lot of pauses. And it was awkward. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a fault of theirs, but just whatever, whoever gave that to them was just like, what? I thought yeah. they were going to banter, do something funny, but mm-hmm. I mean, look at us again. We're going, oh, was it funny enough for us? Oh, <laughs> we're such hypocrites. Make it funnier. Oh, dance. Like, what? Dance. Oh, dance. <laughs> like, what, what, who are we? So I was bored for three seconds. <laughs> Unacceptable. You did not entertain me between when you announced this and this, okay? I need entertainment here. <laughs> it's like, we're idiots. Uh, uh, but also, the most touching moment of the night, seriously, John Travolta announcing the memorial. Mm. And him losing his uh, his co-star. I, someone said he lost his wife recently. Yeah. Is that I didn't know that. But man, what a yeah, what a tearjerker. 
Jonathan Travolta introducing that. That was a big point in the night. And last thing I have here on my notes is there were a lot of slap jokes. A lot of Will Smith slap jokes. They did not there ignore were it. a lot of slap jokes. Almost a touch too many. And I didn't think there could be too many Will Smith slap jokes. <laughs> I did really like when Jimmy Kimmel went and addressed, just do, if there's any emergent situation, like with the slap last year, do exactly what you did. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just keep doing nothing. We'll take care of it. It's just, that that was a weird time last year. Yeah. What the happened? The thing is, it wasn't, it wasn't, they did worse than nothing. They also gave him a hug afterward, and people uh, clapped when he got the Oscar. It's just like they let him have his speech. Let him have, which his he kind of doubled down and went like, "Defend your family." And just yeah, like, it was a, it was a bad moment that Will Smith has now apologized for, but people are saying yeah. too late, and it is really sad because Will Smith, especially growing up, I I grew up watching him. Mm-hmm. And so many great films. And he has motivating stuff I've seen and just seems like a great dude. Everything I've seen from him it seems like a great dude. And then that one moment, the moment where that's your biggest moment of your career, winning Best Ask- Actor at the Oscars. And for that to be spoiled by doing that, that's I mean, that's the, rough. the saying of, you know, behind every great man, there's a great woman. The The opposite is also true. Behind every broken man is a bitter, vindictive woman. Behind every Tudor Ramble co-star, <laughs> there's no women. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That was really good. You, you filled that in for me perfectly. But you know what you guys can do to make our day? Actually, subscribe down below. I wasn't so going to say s- that. I was going to say, I'm getting this through. Vote Twix. Seriously. <laughs> Like that's the biggest, most important. So yeah, takeaway. vote vote down in the yeah. uh, comments below. Snickers, if you want Austin booted off the podcast, and Twix, if you want him to stay. Now, if you want him booted off the podcast, subscribe to our Patreon so we can get what? more money for a new editor, what? and we'll get him kicked off faster. But what if people genuinely like Twix more and they don't want to support me? Still give us money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been a two to ramble episode, everybody. All right, we'll see you guys later. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.